0: Thanks for listening to the Gateway Live podcast, a collection of recent sermons, teaching and inspirational content brought to you by Gateway Church of Upstate New York. Visit our website at gatewaylive.org for more information. Now here's today's message. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 uh, verse number 2 and 3 it says um You yourselves are a letter written in our hearts, recognized and read by everyone. It is clear that you are Christ's letter, produced by us, not written with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not on stone tablets, but on the tablets that are hearts of flesh. That is an incredibly powerful and revelatory word. The responsibility that we have as believers and I'm talking about those of you that are mature in in Christ we, we hmm so the church as it grows even a local assembly goes through seasons right and um and God brings revelation thank God he does and uh, and I preached it just uh, I think before I left that it's not God's not wanting to do things to us but through us and the reality of it is what, what happened when uh, for a lot of Christianity and, and portions of my life as I thought I thought well they have the written word that's men they got to figure that out and what caused the early church to have revival was they didn't have the written word they had the Word written on their hearts and they became light to the world. There's a responsibility that you and I need to take on as, as you grow in God's grace. Some of you are there, some of you aren't, but that that uh, uh, it's not that we want to point Him to a, a chapter and verse, but it ought to be us. It ought to be my life that somebody could look at and say, Man, there's something that he's saying. And I'm not, without even saying anything. The idea of us living as um, uh, the, the declaration of Christ. The spirit of the living God in us. Producing from our hearts the word that, it, the living word that is Powerful. The reality, and Jeannie said something last night that just was bam, you know, uh, and I forgot exactly how it was said, but the idea of uh, some in religion wanting an experience, it's an experiential desire. I read the new experience and always chasing something new rather than what Jesus wants is for us to become him. Well, that, that, don't, that don't, I'm telling you, we are the body, we are called to be the body of Christ. We are supposed to be Him to this world. So, some of you here, God love you. And, and there's that transformation and that uh, maturity, but the, the, the way it ought to be is you come in and, yeah, well, I'm too broken to be Him. Yeah, we were all broken. What He does is He heals. What He does is absolutely forgives. What He does is He removes. And He causes us to stand. Even in my brokenness and in my tiredness and I don't want to go to school today, I'm still His. And, And He's still going to do something through me even though my flesh is going to fight me all the way. Some of you are waiting for you to be perfect i think i preached that not too long ago too we're we're already there even as i'm in the process of being perfected why because if i'm whole in his sight it is the enemy of your soul that keeps you from operating where god wants you to operate you you you, you you're not only His, but we're a part of the body, and then we become Him to a world. The world today doesn't need more pounding of the written Word. It needs the living Word. Yeah. It really—it needs, and I, God, I love the Word of God. I'm preaching from it. It's inspiring. It feeds my soul. But my they don't need to know chapter and verse. They need to see it in me. And they need to see it in you. The glory of God. And so that's, that's what this whole chapter is about. And, and let me just kind of get through it here. It says, Second uh, Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, it said, He has made us competent to be ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit produces life. That's why I don't like Texting. You ever get a text and get ticked off about it, and and then to come to realize that that person had no intent of you know you, there, when there is a just when it's just flat out words, you, there's no there's so much more that's communicated when we speak face to face. I hate I've had people, you know, they text me and I text them back and they're all mad at me, and I said don't ever. Text me again. If you have something, and I'm going to tell you as your pastor, if you want to say, hey, I'll meet you somewhere, great. But don't text me. Oh, I'm not mad. I'm not. And and, and I just, I don't do well with it. But give me face to face. Now Now it's spirit to spirit. It's not just this word. And some of you are beating people up with a written word when it ought to be that your life speaks grace. That your, your, your persona, your aura, your, it's the spirit of the living God speaks mercy. Hmm. And, and so, anyway, you can text me. I'm, I'm just, I go a little bit overboard. But, but don't, not with important stuff. Somebody wants me to counsel them through text. I'm like, I can't. I just can't do that one i i can't my thumbs don't work right <laughs> but two there's no there's no there's not the letter the letter does not do what the spirit does, and the spirit when you have been filled some of you have been filled with the Holy Ghost, and you think it's just a good feeling and a time to have a good thing to have a good time. When it's meant to be that we are the Spirit of Living God, we're we're, we're those letters to a world. It's our responsibility. That's why went, w- in my earlier days in Pentecost, it was every service was a shout fest, and then it was just crushed with the word. And that was, you know, you got to learn the word, and that's it. That's how you do it. Rather than, and it never really was uh, 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 exemplified. It, whenever it was lived out, by very few. I I love again the the balance of our of our uh, staff meeting because sometimes, sometimes, uh, the, the emotional outpouring in a service. And just let me finish the whole thing before you get mad at me. The emotional outpouring in a service can be self-serving. Okay, we've been a part of that. And, and, uh, uh, and so, you know, some people avoid it altogether. But I'm telling you, there is a balance there is a straight and narrow way that brings the very presence of God, and it. it's caused it to be lived out in our lives. Let me, let me get to it here. It says in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17 and 18, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the, Lord, uh, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's what? Freedom. freedom. And we have, we have freedom. We have we all with unveiled faces are looking as in a mirror to the glory of the Lord and are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory. This is from the Lord who is the Spirit. Listen to this. If you read that and I wish you would read 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Because what it's talking about was when Moses got the 10 commandments. Those are the big ones, right? Uh, when he come down off the mountain, he had to put a veil over his face because the people couldn't look at him. Because, you know, he was in the presence of God. He had to veil his face. Well, in this here, after making the correlation, he said, look, he said, we were, you know, we've been filled with the Spirit. The Lord is the Spirit, but we all with unveiled faces, we ought to walk around with the glory of God in our lives and not. We don't have to shield it anymore. God's made a way for others to be able to look upon him and not be destroyed. To be able to look upon him and not be afraid. Why? Because he's put a spirit in us and the glory of God shines through us. Oh, do not shine through me. Well, get your act together. What's the matter with you? What are you waiting for? Well, I got to have my life perfect. You're ticking me off here. You don't have to have your life. There's a perfection that comes with trusting in the power of the cross. And sometimes you're, you're going to walk with a limp all your life, but man, God's going to use you for his glory. Why? Well, I'm not good enough. The cross is enough. That's what makes me mad, is because you're declaring that there's something other than the power of the cross that's going to make this all right, and it's just not true. Either he's done enough. Can you imagine the woman that was taken in adultery? Embarrassing. And he says, you know, he, he writes on the ground, everybody that wanted to stone her takes off. If you've never read the story, look it up. Everybody wants to stone her, and, and, and he said, you that are without sin, cast the first stone. And they started thinking about their own lives, and they started dropping rocks, right? And finally, it's just her and him. <laughs> he said, hey, lady, he said, where are your accusers? She, I guarantee you, she was out, out of her face, not knowing if she's going to get hit or not. And she looked around, she said, I don't see any. He said, neither do I condemn you. Now, how do you think that lady received that? Um, well, but you need to condemn me. You know, you have to condemn me. I'm, I'm worthy of being condemned. Uh, no, I'm not going to receive your forgiveness right now. You know? Can you imagine, put yourself in the place, and, and God's speaking absolute forgiveness over you when there is repentance, and you're not receiving it, and you're not embracing it, and you're not saying well, what? Well, what you, you're going to go back and fix it? There are some things in my life, there is no fix to. All I can do is say, Lord, I plead your blood over that. And you know what happens? He says, "I got that." And so I, I've I've got to we you know in our in our experience with him. Ned said it the other day as we were just talking. Um, you know, there were times in my spiritual life that I would go weeks carrying something until finally, you know, I had the strength to give it, bring it to the cross. Today, uh, I'll go maybe an hour I, on the on the long side of it. Or if something comes up, I, I just I can bring it to him. Right, why? Because he's right there. I you I, okay? I failed there or I, whatever I got. I'm bringing it to you now. Now why? Because I don't want to be separated from him. I, I don't want there, that. That I don't want to have to vet. sin sin. Habitual, continual sin will veil your face. True or not true? He wants us to be unveiled. Some of you are battling addictions and whatever it is. Fight! What do you do? Take it to the cross every day. Don't walk around with condemnation. Say, I am going to be victorious over this because of the cross. Quit trying to rest in your own strength. And watch what he'll do. So, here, let me get to my main point. Um, in Second Corinthians chapter 4, let me read this and I'm going to wrap it up. It says, therefore since we have this ministry, chapter 1, therefore since we have this ministry, who has the ministry? We do. The responsibility, I believe, Is for us to reach a world he's going to go through us. Right? We have that responsibility. So there is a responsibility for us to minister. And and, uh, he says, because we were shown mercy, we do not give up. Instead, we have renounced the shameful, secret things, not walking in deceit or distorting, open-faced... God's message, but commanding ourselves to every person's conscience in God's sight by an open display of truth. Where's truth coming from? Us. Right? An open display of truth. What? God's working through us. Oh, no, you know, you think too much of yourself. He thinks a lot of me. And I'm going to think about me the way he thinks about me. Is that alright? You good with that? So he says here, listen, he says, he says um, but if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. In uh, their case, the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so they cannot see the light of the gospel and glory of Christ who is the image of God. For we are not proclaiming ourselves, but Christ, Jesus Christ is Lord in ourselves, your slaves because of Jesus. For God who said light, light shine out of darkness has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of God's glory in the face of Jesus Christ. Think about that. He's shown it in our hearts. Alright, so here's, here's my point. How many know we are supposed to be that? You cannot be that if you're not connected to Him. If you don't have that time of connection with Him, you cannot possibly be that living Word. Even those of you that have been filled with His Spirit, you can't be that without being filled with His Spirit. This is not something the flesh is capable of doing. I mean, the flesh can put up a good show, but I'm telling you the power of his spirit is what brings about that light to this world. The power of his spirit is not just for me and you to experience a new birth, but for us to become vessels where he, truth can be displayed. Right, anybody, am I, you following me so far? Okay, all right, listen to this, listen to this. So some of you need to be filled with his spirit. Okay, that's what we're going to be praying for this next week. there's some of you, I want God to just knock you over. Okay, when he knocks you over, it's pretty cool. It is amazing, actually. And that's going to be the focus of some of our prayer and some of my uh, re- resisting, you know, and, and, and fasting is that God touches your life. Not so that we can notch our belt and say, oh, there's another one filled with the Holy Ghost. But that truth can be d- declared through your life to a world that's desperate. Yeah. So some of you need to be filled with the, with the Spirit. There's some of you that are filled in the Spirit, been filled with the Spirit that are not full. He said, be full. So let me just give you a, a PG 13 analogy. Or maybe R, I don't know which. <laughs> a covenant relationship without intimacy is, it, 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 it can, it doesn't work. When, 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 what makes marriage powerful is that God's given the security and stability, that there's intimacy there that is absolutely life-giving. It's just powerful. I, come on, how many of you know you don't have to shake your head if you're embarrassed? But I'm telling you what? There's some of you that are in relationships, covenants that there is no intimacy. That's a crime. That's so now you're meddling. I'm telling you, okay, you want me to read chapter and verse, because it's in there, very specific. Well, let me tell you, you know, young people, you know, who invented sex. God, shocking, huh? The world's perverted it. I'm telling you, when when God um, intended it and what He did, it's always the best. Always the best. And, and uh, the idea of a covenant relationship without intimacy, it, it, there's, it, it, you know it, it, it's hurtful. It doesn't, it doesn't yield to that togetherness. So, I say this. Some of you are living in a covenant relationship with God, but you've never really experienced that. Just you and Him. We don't have to get weird about that. I'm just telling you that God... mm. (laughs) This isn't chapter and verse. This is a relationship that I have with my Father. And we're not being perverse, but I'm telling you what, there is a relationship that I have with Him that, that from time to time when I am not near Him and I, it grows cold, it's like, oh, I'm missing something bad. And then, then all of a sudden we connect with Him. Yeah. And that just connection brings about that life and that light in my own life. Yes, yes, that's it. You can think that's weird, then call me weird. Weird. But I am here to tell you what the relationship with God is as real and genuine as any covenant relationship. And it's a covenant. And and, and it's not selfish. And it's something that He wants to have communion with me. He wants to draw near to me. He wants me to draw near to Him. He wants me to pour out my my innermost secrets to Him so I can be unveiled. Where does it happen? Well, I'll tell you what. It happened for some this morning in the 25 minutes that we worshiped. It, it happened for me. I, I, I was not being uh, uh, at, them, at those times of praise and worship. I'm not worried about the display towards you. I'm not worried about what's me preaching or me. I am there. Why? Because I want to have a connection with him. So that when I am turned back to a world that needs to see truth, there's something coming out of me that's just light. That doesn't come because I've memorized. I'm not yelling. It's because I've memorized enough Scripture. Because I can quote chapter and verse. Because I'm more righteous than you are. And I, my life is so holy that God, that's a bunch of whatever you want to call it. I'm telling you what those that know how to connect with him in worship and praise, those that know how to just in the presence of God by faith, lift, lifting up their lives and there is being, being filled with his spirit, being filled with his spirit it is, is just it's just there. You can have his spirit but not be filled. <laughs> Right, you can, you, I, well, I received the Holy Ghost 25 years ago, you know, spoken tongues, I did all great, are you full today? No, I'm bitter. <laughs> I got unforgiveness, I'm this, I'm that, well, good for you. What you need is just one good connection with the Father, just one, because it'll change your life forever, just one. But if you want to stay filled with His Spirit, you know why we get together? Because I want to be filled with His Spirit. You know why I didn't stay home from school today? Because I want to be filled with His Spirit. I I want to be connected with Him. You know why I'm going to fast on Tuesday? Because I want to be filled with His Spirit. You know why I'm going to be here in a prayer meeting? Because I want to be filled with His Spirit. And it's not that I want myself some kind of self-grandizement or just perversion of I want to feel good all the time no I don't pray I'm not preaching myself I realized yeah, I realized a lot of stuff but I'm telling you what I just want to live with an unveiled face so that I can be Jesus to somebody because I feel that responsibility I do I don't know what you feel but I feel that responsibility that well you're the preacher I'm just a part of the body of Christ folks. It's on it's on all of us supposed to be. And uh ah, well, I've got most of that out. The idea of what we're going to do right now. But I, okay. There is the progression of relationship where uh the first time I held her hand, it was like, woo! And then she kissed me. <laughs> it, it was a peck on the cheek, but that was okay. <laughs> but the idea of, I don't, I don't expect... And what we want to create here is an atmosphere that's safe for you. Yes. Like, there's not this expectation of you got to do this today. You don't have to. But what I'm telling you is, he is an incredible, perfect gentleman. I mean, unbelievably so. And he'll take you by the hand and he'll lead you and, and he'll he'll draw nearer to you. He will not push himself on you. He just won't. What I loved was your your teaching on the various ways of worship. You know, some people are whoa. I'm kind of a whoa guy. Uh, and, and you know, forgive me if that offends you but you know I'm not offended by your silence. <laughs> right? I'm not, I'm not saying that you have to be me. Don't say I have to be you. And I realize that in the freedom that we're in and going to walk into, some people are going to be self-indulgent. Let's let, let's let God work that out in their life. But there's some people that are genuinely going to pour their heart out in the presence of God for one purpose to be filled. So I can have that connection with Him so that when I'm here with you or walking in this world, that I am just His presence. That doesn't happen if you're not a worshiper. It just doesn't. I'm, I love you. So my encouragement today as we stand. Here, here, here's what I gotta say. Listen to this. How many of you have tried a lot of crazy things in your life? (laughs) Come on. Well, what are you talking about here? I'm talking about you just surrendering to God. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Yeah, but but people will be watching. Nah, not as much as you think. But what happens is that connection with him... That spirit-to-spirit connection that would be so new, sometimes it's scary. Sometimes trusting somebody so much to just pour that all out, that's scary. But I'm here to tell you by uh, experience. He can be trusted. And what I want you to know is this group right here that's our pursuit we're not we're not preaching ourselves we're not trying to put on a display and be better than the church down the road I just want to be what we're supposed to be right here I want to declare the goodness of God I want his presence now I don't I'm not gonna be up here pounding a 40-pound Bible but I am gonna be the written word to you that's what I'm gonna be i you can't say that I'm telling you I'm gonna be you watch For some, I've already been, but I'm going to continue to be that. Why? Because I have a connection with them. And I'm here to tell you, you can have a connection too. So we're going to go right into an extended worship as I pray this prayer. If you've never been filled with the Spirit, I'm going to tell you something. You're going to be. God's going to get you. God is going to get you. And there is no better time than today to just begin that relationship where you're just reaching out to Him and see what He will do. So, Father, I speak your grace and your goodness. I speak your favor and the power of your Spirit in our lives. Father, I speak that surrender, Lord, in my life in the life of those that are here towards you, that we would be filled with all your fullness, that we could live with an unveiled face, that this world could see the, the, the Word written in the hearts of your people. Use us for your glory today. I speak this in the name of Jesus. If you need healing, there's gifts of healing here. If you need a word, that that gift of the Spirit's going to operate. If you need encouragement, come on down with us. Pray together for a little while before you leave. And let's enter in to that intimate connection with Jesus right now. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to this week's message. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast to be notified when new messages are released. And remember to visit gatewaylive.org for more information.